Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Good evening. Happy Sunday. It is April 24th, 2022. I do hope you don't mind the switch up of the music. It was something that Podbean had. I was going through some of the like pre, you know, the list they have of music on there for intros if people don't have their own music. And I heard that one and I was so feeling that. I was like, you know what? That's going to be the intro music for tonight for 1% or less with him. I was like, you know what? It's Sunday. I mean, yeah, typically this is the beginning, you know, or the end of the weekend for a lot of people. But I'm like, you know what? Let's switch it up a little bit. Let's have a little bit of a like little little nightclub life going on here. You know, something real easy to listen to, but just, you know, just something that wants to make you, you know, get up out of the chair and just dance a little bit. So I was feeling that one. So sorry, guys. Um, not the normal opener, but hey, that's you know what? That's what we do here. Sometimes we switch it up. I can't just do the same thing over and over again. I just can't do that. Like I am a creature of habit, but at the end of the day, switching it up is not a bad thing, especially when it comes to the music. You know what I mean? So if you can't tell, sometimes you'll hear different openers as far as the music goes, because I just can't do the same thing over and over and over again. Uh, it, it just drives me nuts. So anyway, welcome to 1% or less with him. I am Jason, the co-host with God and Jesus Christ at my side. They are at the wheel. They are the host. They're the ones at the, you know, at the wheel of the ship navigating us through these crazy chaotic waters in this place we call life here on earth but never fear because we have them and they will steer us in the right direction if we, as long as we trust and give up complete surrender 100 to god and jesus christ they won't steer us wrong so today we're going to be reading out of the book of psalm chapter 50 16 through 23 and today's devotional is titled nothing like us and the highlighted verse of the of the devotional is Psalm 50 verse 21 you thought that I was altogether like you but I will rebuke you and set them in order before your eyes Psalm 50 21 and we're going to get into the actual reading of the actual uh, um, the highlight here and it starts with verse 16 and it says but to the wicked, God says, why do you recite my commandments and profess my covenant with your mouth? You hate discipline. You cast my words behind you. If you see a thief, you run with him. With adulterers, you throw in your lot. You give your mouth free reign for evil. You yoke your tongue to deceit. You sit and speak against your brother, slandering your mother's son. When you do these things, should I be silent? Do you think that I am like you? I accuse you. I lay you out the matter before. I lay out the matter before your eyes. Now understand this. You who forget God, lest I start ripping apart and there be no rescuer. Those who offer praise as a sacrifice honor me. I will let him whose way is steadfast look upon the salvation of God. And that is chapter 50 verses 16 through 23. And so with today's devotional, it reads, there's nothing like the moral law to shake us out of our idolatry. Here, the psalmist uses the seventh, eighth, ninth, and ninth commandment to bring the knowledge of sin. God's people encouraged theft and had given themselves to adultery, adultery and lying. 
but they made a big mistake that sinners still make today. They became bold in their sin because God kept silent. They wrongly concluded that because judgment didn't come, God either didn't see their sin or he condoned it, not realizing that his mercy held back wrath. Then scripture reveals the cause of this era. In quote, you thought that I was altogether like you, end quote. Even though we are made in his image, he isn't like us. We are so blinded to the nature of our creator that only the gospel can give us true light. Until that time, our understanding is darkened. Scripture describes us before the new birth as being alienated from the life of God. Because of the ignorance that is in them, because of the blindness of their heart. And you can find that in Ephesians chapter 4, verse 18. And the short one-line prayer at the bottom of the devotional says, Father, thank you for patience, love, grace, and mercy. Wow. You know, as I reread this, it is kind of interesting how it says that uh, where they said, you know, those who were bold in their sin, you know, they concluded wrongly because judgment didn't come. And they thought that either God didn't see their sin or he condoned it. Well, first off, God sees all. He sees all the sin. He knows exactly what you're going to do before you do it. So not only does he not, not only does he actually see it, but he knows you're going to do it before you probably even know you're going to do it. He knows every sin that's going to that man's going to fall to. I mean, he knows it all. I mean, he's God. It's like being a computer programmer for a system and not thinking that a certain um, action is going to happen when uh, one particular function takes place. You know, the programmer is going to not sit there and be like, oh, I didn't know that was going to happen. No, of course he knew it was going to happen because he programmed it like that. Just as God programmed, uh, like, you know, he knows us, like he's made this whole world. This is his creation. So he knew what was going to happen. And no, he does not condone the sin. He doesn't condone the sin, any of our sins one bit. And yes, we are made in his image. But remember, you know, he, he isn't us. But the fact that, you know, like like I said earlier, like scripture describes us before the new birth, right? The new birth. What does that mean? You always hear people say, oh, I'm born again. Scripture describes us before the new birth. Well, Jason, what does that mean before? Well, it describes us before we found Christ, right? Before we found God and had an intimate relationship with Father. We're big intentional sinners like me, for example. Okay, we'll just talk about me for a minute, okay? Not that I really want to do that because I'm not very proud of my past life. But I think in this particular case, we're gonna we're, we're just going to go there a little bit. We're going to take that avenue. But back in my old days, and I say that as if I'm like 50 or 60 or 70. I'm not. Like, I'm in mid-30s for the record. But in my younger days, 20s, I should say, going into my mid-20s before I met my wife and decided that I wanted to be a big boy and settle down and 
you know, eventually move on to the next phases of life. I was a huge drinker. I partied a lot. I was a very promiscuous uh, young man. Um, I engaged a lot in the viewing of pornography. Smoked a lot of marijuana. Um, made poor choices being under the influence, such as getting behind the wheel of a, you know, a 400 plus horsepower uh, Ford Mustang, you know, with a six speed under it and, you know, just driving very stupid and fast and, you know, just there's a lot of things that I did that was dumb. But didn't we all? I mean, listen, we were all young and stupid, right? That's why they call it young and stupid or, you know, youth is wasted on the young, right? You often hear that. And sometimes our stupidity carries on into our 30s, 40s, and 50s. Heck, I've even seen stupidity carry into people's, uh, you know, 60s and even 70s, believe it or not. Mm -hmm. And sometimes people just never grow up and they live and lead reckless lives, self-destruction, and, uh, never really having an opportunity to um, invite Christ in their heart and have an intimate relationship with father to help fix them. One of the biggest things that's always hard to admit for anybody that has an issue with anything, whether if it's drugs, alcoholism, pornography, uh, promiscuity, gambling, uh, pills. I mean, I guess that falls under drugs, but uh, social media addiction, um, compulsive eating of ice cream and binge watching Netflix. I mean, I don't know. I mean, there's so many different things out there, you know, that, that, are, that are sins and people, you might be thinking, well, how's, how's binge, how's binge watching Netflix and, you know, and stuffing your face with, you know, blue bunny ice cream, you know, gonna, you know, considered a sin. Well, there's a thing called gluttony. Oh, and, uh, you know, you really don't want to put trash in your mind. You know, you want to preserve and protect the body temple and, you know, it just so happens you know, that space that's like right there on the side of your, you know, your head there, you know, off to the side of your eyes, that's your temple and your skull, your temple. It's, you know, that wasn't, you know, that wasn't, you know, named that for by accident. You know, that's your temple. That's your body temple. That's your sacred area there. You know, that gray matter in your skull, it's your brain. And so you don't want to let trash go in there. That's why I don't listen to a lot of mainstream music anymore, even country. I mean, I will a little bit here and there, but usually I try to listen more of the oldies, you know, a little bit of Alabama, you know, things like that. Little Hank Williams. You know, that's why I don't, I refuse to have Netflix in, in our house anymore. That's why we don't have cable TV. I don't, I don't want that in my house, our house. And so I guess back to the point. Scripture describes us before the new birth. That's who I was before my new birth. I was a very fallen individual. I was taking after, you know, um, well, I'm not even going to go there, but let's just say my characteristics were of somebody that uh, is biologically related to me. Um. And I was headed down a, a bad path and, you know, it almost destroyed my marriage. And I say it, it being me, my old ways, right? Before I knew God.
but being alienated from the life of God because of the ignorance that is in them, because of the blindness of their heart, right? As it says in Ephesians 4, 18. You know, I got to knowing God and I got to see what was really going on. I may have not have been blind in the physical sense with my optics, right? With my eyes. But I was blind mentally. I did not see my own deficiencies. I did not see my own lack. I was very ignorant and probably willfully, right? Didn't think I was doing anything wrong. That's just me. That's how I am, right? No, I was very ignorant and blinded to my destructive ways that I thought were, I, I wouldn't say I thought they were harmless, but I didn't think there was anything wrong with me, right? As we often all do, because nobody wants to admit fault in themselves. Nobody wants to admit that they have a problem. Nobody wants to admit that there might be something wrong with them. All right. Now, if there's something not really wrong with you, but you know, you're try, you know, and you're just trying to find something wrong. I mean, that's like that. That's a problem there. But in this case, you know, before I had invited Christ in my heart, yeah, I, I was, you know, I just, I had just a very, you know, it was just a very destructive, you know, self-destructive type of life. And, and yes, yeah, Satan plays a big part in that. When you're not close with God and you don't have Christ in your heart and your armor of God is not really there. I mean, I don't even want to say it's not even strong, but not even existent because you didn't even, you know, decide to put, you know, pick that as part of your wardrobe at the beginning of your day, which is, again, one of the reasons why I choose to read a chapter a day every day at the beginning of my workday, because that is my armor of God. That's my breakfast. That's my wardrobe. That's my clothes. That's that is what. I do in the very beginning of my day and it sets the stage. It sets the tone for the rest of the day. And I typically will have a good day. Nothing will bother me. My anxiety stays low to non-existent almost. Um, I don't worry about anything. I don't worry about money. I don't worry about whatever. I just try to do my best to live in the moment and be kind and smile at strangers and do my job and just do the best to be the best version of myself. That's all I can do. And then go home and, and enjoy my family, my wife, my daughter, right? This is my new life. Every day I invite Christ in my heart. I always say in the morning, God, thank you so very much for another day of life and good health for not just for me, but for my wife and my daughter. And I ask you, Jesus, please be in my heart today. I invite you ride with me in the passenger seat of my truck. Guide me, protect me, grace me with your presence. I need you. I can't nothing without you. And when I do that, wow, tell you what, it's a big difference. It really makes a big difference. And if you have a good day or a bad day. So when I have somebody that cuts me off on the road or I get some ignoramus, you know, at, at a gas station decides they want to light up a cigarette right behind my, my tanker truck that, Hey, I'm unloading fuel. It's not like I'm unloading water in the ground. You know, I don't flip out as bad, you know, um, I'll get slightly irritated, but it's weird. It's like I have an easier time um, showing a little bit more grace, maybe. Yeah. So anyway, that's it. But just don't think that 
you know, if you're intentionally sitting, right, and you're not really close to God or Christ yet, and you think that the things that you're doing in your life, whether if it's engaging in heavy drink or pornography or, you know, you, you're lusting over somebody at work or, you know, you have a gambling problem or you're a compulsive eater or, uh, you know, I don't, I don't even know all the kind of sins that are out there. You, you know, you, you have a, a potty mouth, right? Don't think that you can become more bold in your sin just because God is silent on all of it. And that he's not going to judge you. He's going to judge you for sure. But, and it's not that he doesn't see or can, or that he condones. It's just, you know, he, he is showing his mercy to you by holding back his own wrath. He wants you to come to him on your own accord. He does not want to force you. That's the father we have. He doesn't want to force you to go to him. He wants you to use the free will that you have. to find him, to search him out, and to go to him, to run to him. That's what he wants. He doesn't want to force you to come to him. He wants you to want to come to him. And so that's all I have for the day. I hope everyone has an excellent Sunday. And just a quick couple of show notes before I let you go. I know we're at 19 minutes, but again, 1% or less with him. The reason I call it that, for those of you that are new, 1% of your 24-hour period in a day is about 15 minutes. Today, we ran a little over. That happens. Um, But we dig a little bit in the scripture. We do a little devotional. And then we just talk a little bit about it. Have a little bit of a dialogue, okay? Share this podcast far and wide. You can find it on my website. If you you have friends that don't have a Podbean, I suggest they start a Podbean. It's free. Come give me a follow. That'd be great. But if nothing else, share my website, www.hishardline.com. You can click on the homepage, start listening. It takes you right to my podcast page with a media player. And you can start listening to episodes starting from the newest, going to the oldest at the bottom. So I have three shows, 1% or less with him. That's where we do the daily devotional. and We read a little scripture. So there's that one. There's the HHL discussion, also known as his hardline discussion. Those are the ones that happen about twice a week on average, Tuesdays and Thursdays, typically. And those usually go for anywhere between 50 minutes to an hour long. And we discuss things that are relevant uh, to either returning to self-governance. Like we talk about the assemblies, the Michigan, you know, the national assembly uh, of states. Uh, sometimes we discuss things of, uh, you know, what's happening in current events or, you know, I don't know. It just depends on what's going on. I always try to consult God and ask God, God, what do you want me to talk about? So it's kind of hard to really pinpoint a subject uh, genre, if you will. Right. It just it just depends. That's why we call it a his hardline discussion. And then at random, it's never scheduled because that one percent or less with him is typically daily. And the his hardline discussions are Tuesdays and Thursdays. Right. And then the his hardline uh, quick look is a random thing that we do usually anywhere between 15, 20, 22 minutes where we just go through and we look at different posts on like telegram and true social and gab. And we'll look at like the gateway pundit and Justin news or OAN. And we just kind of look at headlines and posts just to kind of see what other people are seeing out there. It's not really meant to be for news, but we just go over some of the like big headlines more or less to see if we can find anything funny out there because you can't really, uh, 
follow a lot of this stuff and take it seriously because I mean, you can't really trust any news anymore these days. You, if it's online, uh, you know, part of some big corporate conglomerate, chances are pretty good. You probably cannot trust it and should not trust it because at the end of the day, there's always a deception campaign going on somewhere because there's always a hidden agenda, which is one of the reasons I started his hard line because I got so sick and tired of trying to sift through all the truth or podcasts out there. And now I've got it narrow, narrowed down to about one or two, three uh, voices out there that I can really say are solid voices. And there's probably a few more out there. I'm just not privy to them. But the ones that I went from like 20, 22 different voices down to like two, two or three. Right. And so that's one of the reasons why I got into this, too, because, A, I want to spread God's word. And two, uh, or B, I guess I should stick with the, you know, numbers or letters. But B, um, you know, I want to really be someone that also puts something that's really genuine, factual and truthful and something that's actually matters with something that actually where you can actually take action to improve this nation and get back to self-governance, which is through the assembly, through your state assembly. Like me, I'm part of the Michigan General Jural Assembly. And if you go back and listen to previous episodes, and I'm going to be doing some more about it, but go back on the website, hishardline.com. If you hit podcast, or excuse me, assembly, there's a link called assembly. At the very top of the page, you'll see a, a little media player. It says the power of the assembly. Hit that one, and you'll understand what it is that we do. And underneath that, there's an interview by a man named Destry that he does. Um, he's part of the assembly. He's actually in the Alaskan General Jural Assembly. He's one of the guys that kind of started this grassroots movement along with a ton of other patriots and uh, special ops forces from uh, General Douglas MacArthur's days to uh, you know that were trained on how to rebuild a nation state to a constitutional republican form of government. So I discuss a lot of this and it's a lot I know right now, but I'm just kind of telling you kind of what we do here. All right. And so we're going to end this off with a prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you so very, very much for another day of life and good health. And we just thank you for a good weekend. And I pray for everybody uh, that's starting out their work week, that everybody starts off proper and well, and they can listen to this. And hopefully this music really makes them happy when they listen to it on Monday morning, going to work and that their that your word brightens up their day and just really spruces up their soul. Okay. Uh, we pray all this in your Holy Son's name, Jesus Christ. Amen. And just another quick side note, uh, once a week, typically it's going to be either Fridays or Saturdays. I think for right now it's Saturdays where I do a no podcast Saturday. That is where I completely, um, I just take a hiatus from the, the studio and it's just, I spend time with my family, my wife, my daughter, and we do like family movie night. So, um, I'm on six days a week, but the seventh, I keep away. All right. All right. So again, not my usual closing music, but I want to play this again. It was the same thing as the opener. I absolutely love this. So have a good night and little dance music before we end out the weekend here. <laughs>